106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560, The Source. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Charlie Grimes, your engineer. Larry Unger answering phones for us, which he's been here all through Fix It Radio, which I think we got so caught up with uh, Dennis's wife, Pam, being here and giving us all info on trees and things that I forgot to mention Larry's name. So thank you, Larry, for all you do. Steve Horvath with me in studio for this Next three hours from Geno's. Welcome. Good, welcome. Thank you. And we have Kent and Judy from Novus Auto Glass up in Sterling as well. Good morning. How was the drive down? Okay. Very good. No issues? No, it was very nice. Steve, you didn't have as far to drive? No. No. I could actually stop at Starbucks on the way. Oh, there you go. They probably couldn't. They had to race. (laughs) Nice. All right. So any questions, by the way, let us know. 303-477-5600. You can always text a message in as well. 307 282 You can also go to the website, send us a message that way. Also, if you so desire, drive-radio.com. Everything's listed there as well. Question of the day, and this comes from our listener, Joe, who sent me a long list of things that I thought we'd incorporate into this question of the day because I don't think we've ever done this question, and it is, what did you used to have to do on your car manually that the car now does for you? And the list is long, by the way. There's a mm-hmm. lot of things. There's a yeah. lot of things. And this incorporates even to what the guys at Novus now do and even Steve does. Uh, so that's the question of the day. What did you used to have to do manually that your car now does for you? You guys have any thoughts? Simple one. Turn your lights on. <laughs> <laughs> that's easy. True. Um, the old Volkswagen Bugs. Yes. You had to spill, fill the spare tire up to make the washers work. You had to do what now? <laughs> what? So it, they didn't have an electric washer pump. Okay. So you used, a, it had a hose coming from your spare tire. So you filled your spare tire up like 40, 50 pounds. Okay. That gave you the pressure to work your washers. I did not know that. That's a really weird little deal. Really? And we used to take them and switch them over to, you know, get a little contained kit and stuff. And well, I guess it means you always had air in the tire for the spare, so, right? Yeah. Unless, and so if your washers were in it, weren't working, you knew you needed to put air in your spare. So. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's a weird one, isn't it? <laughs> it's a different one. <laughs> it is really weird. I did not know that one. But didn't, uh, didn't back in the day, didn't you have to like pump something like in the old, old cars to pump or to get the washers to work? Yeah. Or yeah, even the, the old cars too. had an actual, they had, there was like a squeeze bottle that you put your foot on down on the floorboard that you would actually pump up to make the washers work way back in the day as well yeah, yeah. some of the early ones you had to hand turn the oh, yeah. your hand well, the to turn the windshield wiper. yeah the jeeps on the passenger side especially you have you you were over there with your arm you know flipping that thing back and forth so all right question of the day bruno's got an answer for us as well bruno welcome how are you yes john um i've got haven't uh, heard from you for a while bruno i'm glad you're still around well uh i'm still alive and i'm uh Wyoming Cowboy in Laramie now. All right. Oh. Good for you. Uh, it's too bad I cannot get you in on the radio. I have to. Only, I can only get you in on the computer. Okay. Uh, there's no other way of uh, radio length 
EM or FM. We'll, we'll try to twist the antenna to go your way a little more. No, just kidding, Bruno. We don't have any control over that. But anyways, put some tinfoil anyway, tin uh, on your antenna. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I already did that stuff. Anyway, um, so there's no solution on the radio. Huh? FM. Oh, uh, you can. You can. It, Charlie just said in my ear, you you can if you have a smartphone, you can use the KLZ radio app and listen to us that way. Oh, okay, on the smartphone. Or tune in. Oh, Easiest way is just that's use good. the KLZ Radio app. Or, again, if you're online, you can go to klzradio.com. Yeah. Hey, um, on my old opera cadet when I was still a, a, a student, uh, I always had to pull the choke in order to get it started. <laughs> oh, so yeah. That's one of them. Yeah, that's another one. Pull the choke. I, I, I should start I'm writing sure these down because your guys are going to have more than what even is on our list from Joe. Yeah, I'm sure you remember that having been uh, brought up in a Buick dealership. Oh yeah, because they sold they sold the Opals, you know. Oh yeah, and, and, <laughs> oh yeah, and yeah. Did, well, I mean, that was the first car I learned to work on. Believe it or not, Bruno was an Opal. <laughs> Isn't that the small world? <laughs> yeah, make it, go figure. Okay, yeah. All right, okay. Bruno. Thanks. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the, uh, the the cowboy day of Laramie. And the wind will be blowing, I'm sure. It'll be blowing. Because it's Wyoming. It always does. <laughs> did, did, I, I, can, I can say that. The wind always blows in Wyoming. Warren always laughs at me when I say that. But, yeah. Because <laughs> he's from that area up there and moved up there. But uh, anyways, well, question of the day. What did you used to have to do that your car now does for you? And again, we'll take calls today. Anything you've got going on, especially on the glass side of the fence. We don't always have Novus Auto Glass with us, but Kent and Judy came down today. And that is a, a world where... You know, you talk about things that have changed and things that we used to have to do manually that now the car does for you, and that really does incorporate into the, the glass end of things, including, you know, the rearview mirrors, not only on the windshield rearview mirror, but the side rearview mirrors as well. Uh, so there's a lot of things now going on inside of your vehicle, and we'll talk about some of that today in regards to what that's done when it comes to windshields and the replacement of and how many different windshields there are for a different vehicle. And, and along those lines, really quick, uh, I know Kent told me this the other day, and I don't remember the exact number, so I apologize. But how many windshields are there for a late model F-150? Like 23. 23. <laughs> 23 windshields for a late model for, F-150. For the new, for the new, for new, for for new style. For the new style. Yeah, yeah. yeah late model. That's what I meant. Yeah, new style F-150. Depends on what options you have on that vehicle 23. and which windshields you need. <laughs> so are you, are you able to look that up by VIN number, or do you have to have a code? Great question. Both VIN number, part number whatever we can find really sometimes the dealer to find the right part production dates yeah. things it's, for, uh, that's that's a whole, that's another nightmare for a couple years they put the glass code on the windshield uh, which was uh, awesome but they quit doing that now so because they got lazy because <laughs> yeah. car light boys told us they were putting too many numbers at the bottom of the windshield so they wanted to eliminate something Okay. So I decided to take the part take, number off. Take, take the one, the most important yeah, one off. Then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Jerry and Greeley's up next. Again, lines open, 303-477-5600 is our number. Jerry, what's going on today? Well, John, um, months ago I heard you warning people about supply chain problems. Yes, still there. And it's actually getting worse now, Jerry. Yeah, and, and you were advising folks for routine maintenance things that you knew you'd have to do eventually to go ahead and stock up. And yes, well, I wasn't smart enough to take your advice. <laughs> I kept procrastinating. Me, me too. <laughs> I don't know if I could have, but yeah. Oh, that's all right. And um, anyway, when I finally got around to wanting to do an oil change, uh, well, you, 
you had convinced me with a, a guest on your show uh, years ago that it, that it's really worth paying a few extra bucks to get the premium oil filters. Yes. And um, so I've been using the Napa Platinum on my, my pickups. Good. And I, and I can't get one now. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, the, or the golds. Some of the golds. We're Some not getting we're not able to the gold filters. Yes, and that's, yeah. that's true across the board, Jerry, with not just the Napa end of things because napa filters are made by wicks which that's a very common knowledge that, that that's the way that works and so yeah there's there's supply shortages jerry uh across the board the other thing that's going to be happening it already is and put people have seen this not not you know probably not everybody has because not everybody goes out and buys tires you know every day of the week but there's there's going to be and there is already big shortages on the tire end of things as well really and um well, I eventually found uh, another filter that, that I hope is adequate. But uh, Well, and for everybody else listening, what, what is it so we can actually talk about that and make sure that it is and inform others if they can't find you know, a gold or a platinum filter? What did you find? Okay, well, this is for my uh, 2019 F-150 with the 3.3 naturally aspirated V6. And, okay. Um, it's a Perlator Boss. Uh, 22500, or PBL 22500, I believe. That's okay. You're fine with that one. Okay, yeah, it says it's all synthetic filter medium and... Um, yeah, no, that no, that's a fine filter. You won't have any issues there. I mean, again, it's not our, our top choice, but knowing we've got supply chain issues and even the guys at Napa would tell you the same thing. I mean, if it's a filter they don't have and aren't going to have and you've got to get an oil change done, you, you have to have a filter. So, yes, you know, biggest thing there for everybody listening, if you find yourself in that particular circumstance where you can't find the particular product you're used to using in this case a you know gold or a platinum filter you've got to find whatever the next best thing is and as long as we're not using some of the really inexpensive cheap imported oil filters jerry you're fine and and what i mean by that is there there are some really inexpensively priced cheap oil filters on the market and the majority of those are coming out of out of china or, or some country like that and they are inferior. I would not use them. Well, and and when I was looking around at different filters, it, it was kind of alarming. A couple of them, I'd, I'd take a flashlight. And years ago, I learned to actually look into the filter. Yep. Because I've I found weird things like like the gasket was missing or, or debris on the inside. And and a couple of these that I that I looked at recently, there was it looked like maybe the glue that's supposed to hold the the top seal in place and you know the seal at the bypass valve end was had seeped in to the yep. outlet side sure. of the filter sure yeah i've seen it too you're 100 percent correct and, and it was kind of crumbly i mean it was like you know these particulates would would circulate so. mm-hmm. no you yeah. are you're spot on that's exactly some of the things that happen when when we look at some of those types of products on the market and Folks, there's some also filters out there that are orange in color. I'm not going to name names, but uh, the, that is also another filter that if I if I couldn't find anything else, I guess you'd have to use that. But keep in mind, that is also an inferior product. It didn't used to be, but it is today. Well, and it, so, so I, I did get the oil change done, and, and something um, I noticed something on startup that I'd never noticed before. You know, it, it, when the idle... Uh, speed came up on the tachometer it, it came up to the normal reading in a fraction of a second and then it dropped back down to zero for i don't know you know a tenth of a second and then and then the needle came back up hmm. and i don't know what would explain that 
uh, unless there was an air bubble in the the air circuit in the oil circuit. Um, I've just never noticed that ever. I I've never seen an air bubble in an oil you know in a contained oil system on a on a vehicle. I've I've seen them have zero pressure at startup because you know it's trying to pick the oil up and then it has to build pressure and so on. I've never seen one do what you just said in my life. I've never seen that. And I know years ago I used to read in manuals that, that it was advisable to uh, fill the filter yes. before you spun it If, on, if at all possible, not every vehicle has that ability because sometimes the filter's mounted sideways or even down, you know, to where it's literally upside down. And in those cases, of course, that's impossible to do. But, yes, if it's an upright filter where the, you know, the, the filter is screwing on from the how – how do I want to say this? The inlet is at the very top of the filter as you're holding it upright. Yes, you can always – you can Basically, priming it is what you're doing, and yeah, not a bad idea at all. Well, and on on this truck, I can't do that because it's horizontal. The there you go. Spins on horizontal. Yeah, not going to happen there. Okay. Well, I, I just wondered if you had any ideas. I've never seen that. that. And you know, I'm looking at Steve over here too. And you know, sometimes I just think it's a little piece of dirt gets stuck in that pressure switch or something for a moment, and hopefully that's just gets it filtered out of there. I mean, that's yeah. I, I don't know what else of. would cause it because yeah. it, it, you know it has pressure, so I, it had to been something that's. It's reading that's saying it doesn't have pressure because you know it had pressure. If it starts, it's it's not stopping. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I won't worry about it. No, I wouldn't worry about it. And at least you found a good filter. And, and again, you, Jerry, and everybody else listening, if you found a good filter now, I would at least buy, uh, you know, one or two extras if you're doing these things yourself because these supply chain, these supply line issues are not going away anytime soon. Just so everybody knows. In fact. My prediction is, with everything happening right now with, you know, the vaccine and the mandates and what that's going to do to even some of the workers that are out there, I think, Jerry, it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's my prediction. Okay. Well, thank you, gentlemen. <clears throat> thank you very much. I appreciate it. We'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Lines are open, 303-477-5600, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Home values are rising 8 10 and 13% in some areas. Trying to buy it but keep missing? Take AIM to show you how to make sure you're at the top of the list. Don't think you have the money to cover appraisal gaps? Let us show you options. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and operated since 2001. We know how to help. Rates will continue to stay low. Values will continue to increase. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many have refinanced out of their 30-year mortgage and now have rates in the twos. Lower payment, shorter term, and they're saving thousands. Are you paying more than 3% on your debt? Convert those to a low rate and keep more of your money. 720-895-0500. Self-employed and been told you don't qualify? Nonsense. There are many options. Talk to us and see why we've been helping those self-employed for years. Our customer service is unmatched in Colorado. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. NMLS 298-191. For years now, you've heard me talk about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and yes, for almost 20 years, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center has been taking care of our pets. From medical, grooming, boarding, and even training, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is your one stop for all of your pet's needs. Not only is their facility state-of-the-art, but now you can download the free Lone Tree Vet app and visit their online store for your pet products and pharmacy needs. You can also have your very own pet portal. Plus, don't forget to read their blogs at LoneTreeVet.com. Do you take your dog on hikes? Check out Hiking the Trail Safely with your dog. 
At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe all pets deserve to have a good life. Call today, 303-708-8050 or check them out, LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Other financial advisors may help your money grow, but they do not plan ahead to minimize taxes in retirement. Al Smith goes beyond mere asset management to help you create a written retirement plan that will withstand a stress test. You can't predict the future, but you suspect taxes may go up by the time you retire. You want to know how to protect your nest egg from increased taxes so your money will last. Imagine a document you can hold in your hands that contains contingency plans for unexpected healthcare events, runaway inflation, stock market fluctuations, and higher taxes. Your retirement plan with Golden Eagle Financial will provide a clearer view of what your retirement will look like tax-wise. Schedule a free, no-obligation consultation with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Fill out the contact form now at klzradio.com money. Planning with purpose. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. We appreciate it very much. We've got Novus Auto Glass from Sterling with us today, Kent and Judy, and Steve Horvath from Geno's over in Littleton as well. Randy and Brighton, you're next. What's going on, Randy? Yeah, John, this is Randy. Yes, sir. How are you? Great. Um, I got the answer for the question of the day, and then I have a question sure. for you. Sure. Let's, let's hear it. Um, I used to have a vehicle that I had to hit a switch on the floor to start it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have one of those. So going back in time. Yeah, it wasn't a car. I have one. Yeah. Going back a little ways. Um, I have a question. I had a oil change done with Ken and uh, did the, the treatment to get all the deposits out of the engine. Okay. And then uh, we did some 44K. <clears throat> and uh, it's happened three times now. Whenever I go up, at the gas station, the when I start the car, it just it stays in start mode. It, when I let off the key, it just acts like it keeps on wanting to start. Hmm. And I have no idea. What so it's continuing is. to crank, is what you're saying. The starter staying engaged. Yeah, it seems okay. like it's wanting to crank. Okay. It does it for about ten seconds. Okay. What kind of car is it? Yeah, yeah. What are we working on? Uh, 2017 Impala with the V6. Okay. Key start, push oh, button sure. start. Uh, key start. Okay, key, key start. start. Uh, I'm guessing it's something in the 
starter itself that's causing that to hang up. Steve's over here shaking his head. You know, yeah, or, or relay. There is or, a starter relay. True, true um, or the relay's engaging. But, yeah, we'd have to determine which, which one's keeping it going. So, something's some keeping the starter engaged. And sometimes those starters stay out, even though they're not engaged, and they're still hitting that flywheel. Right. So you could have a starter mm-hmm. that's just kind of hanging up, something like that. We've seen that on okay. Volkswagens and stuff, but not as much on, on Chevys. It just threw me off that it happens when I fill up instead of – when I go other places, it doesn't do that. I'm guessing it's coincidence oh, as much yeah. as anything, Randy. I, you okay. don't. I I can't see how that would have anything to do with it at all. Okay. Well, I'll have uh, yeah, Ken's Ken's. Yeah, I have Ken look at it. There, you're, to to Steve's point, something's keeping that starter engaged. He's got to figure out what it is. And by the way, that had nothing to do with what uh, was already done no. as far as the injection cleaning and all that goes either. None, none of that would have any effect. Just like filling up has nothing to do. Two totally separate areas of the car even. Yeah. And it's been, it, it has had that oil change before and it never happened. So that's, I didn't. Yeah. And, and real quick, you know, just as a side note, and I think Steve can attest to this, the amount of starter issues in general that we have nowadays in the industry from what we had even 10 or 15 years ago is nil compared to what it used to be. It, it is quite a bit better. It's really we, we don't not do what very it many used to. No, it's but way they better. Are, but they are strange ones. We had one this week where we had a Jeep that was that's hanging up in the flywheel. Does it, by the way, you know. Randy, does it have start-stop technology on it by by, by chance? No. Okay, no. good. Okay. Boy, that's annoying. And one, one thing that I'm wondering about when Ken looks at that, is it going to have to do it for them, for them to what's going on possibly i mean the first thing he's going to look at is just the starter itself can he see where things have been hanging up into the flywheel is it doing what steve just said or do we have some sort of an electrical issue and if that's the case yeah probably is going to have to be more consistent but does, does it have an oil leak on the starter things like that right there, but there's a preliminary there's some initial yeah. things he can look at right off the bat randy okay all right well i appreciate your help you're very welcome no appreciate that and yeah that is something that we just we don't see no as much of that, that part's gotten better, gotten better, and they put them in the weirder spots too. We, the, <laughs> there's one where you have to pull the intake manifold. That's some kind of Toyota, like a Tacoma, where you have to pull the whole intake manifold off. It's in the valley now. It's down and below. Yeah, <laughs> there's some places they're putting them. Like whoa, <laughs> what you, are have you, to ask, you have to ask why. Yeah, I keep things more compact. Or there, there's a guy I follow like on Instagram that talks about the engineers. You know, <laughs> and he's pretty. You know, yeah, he didn't like. Them. I yeah, I use it, and I, I find him very interesting. Yeah, he didn't like those guys at all. I uh, no, I've, I've, I'm. <laughs> you know who that is? You're talking about there. All right, question of the day: What did you used to have to do that your car now does for you? And man, some of you guys are going way back in time with even the foot starter when, you know, you got to push the. The, really what, what that was doing is when you pushed the button, I guess that's the way to say that, or the switch that was on the floor that you used your foot to engage, that literally was on the top of the starter. Yes, it was. It was engaging the Bendix and everything at that time and making everything work, and then you would release it once things got going. And uh, But even the, the, you know, like the turn signals. You know, because we have that lane change now. Well, they didn't, use to, even, they didn't use to cancel yeah, back those, in yeah, the Yeah, they didn't day. cancel, but yeah, even just hitting it the one time now and you change lanes. Oh, you yeah. Don't yeah. have to turn it off anymore. You know, you can just yeah, my, I get spoiled by that because most of the cars I drive, including press cars, have that. But the old Dodge pickup I bought from Kent doesn't have oh, yeah. that. Have so there's times I'm like, oh, crap, i got to remember to hold and that thing you're, down. You're, the, you're that guy in the left lane with this right yes. turn signal or left yeah, turn well, signal. Well, in my case, you, know, you, you just flip it once, and it does the yeah. three or four you yeah. know, flashes, and you just move over. Well, I have to remember to hold it down a little bit because I'm always just flipping it one time because I'm so used to just doing that. That Again, yeah. one of those things that 
the vehicles typically now do for you that you don't have to do yourself. That's one of those items. And did you get your, I'm sorry. What about your your rain sensor? Well, rain sense wipers. Turn your wipers on for you. Turn your wipers on for you. And you were going to get a new uh, hybrid or a new, uh, not hybrid, but a new electric car? Didn't yeah, you? it's not, no, 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 oh. no. They're having issues. Oh, so you can get production and stuff like that? Too? Well, they're, yeah, Other I mean, things. they're having issues even getting the ones that are out in the field fixed, nonetheless, getting so anything you, new yeah. built. So oh, they're not going to release any new ones until the old ones are fixed. So I really? have no idea. So, oh, I was just curious. If that yeah, I know. I have no idea when that one's coming. Oh, okay. But, uh, but no, what yeah. Judy just said a moment ago, the rain, the rain sensing wipers. So how many vehicles is that? I mean, it's not standard. I know that's an option on a lot of vehicles, but you guys doing windshields, how often do you find the rain-sensing wiper technology mm, now? Probably a third of the cars have it. Wow. Do they really? That many? Yeah. Wow. And they're hard to diagnose when they're not working, right? But it, it's, it's tough. Okay, so, it's, it's, so for everybody listening, this is something most people probably don't know. How does that system work, and are they all the same, or do they do it differently on different well, makes and models? They tend to work the same. They kind of have a different <clears throat> device to make it work per manufacturer. Okay. They kind of work the same. It has nothing to do with the rain on the windshield or the moisture. It has to do with light reflection on the windshield. So the raindrops make the light reflect differently into the sensor, which then turns it on and speeds it up according to how how much rain or how much light reflection there is. Okay. It's, it's kind of a different technology. And everything has to be, it's all mounted on the inside of the windshield, the, the rain sensor device is. So it really doesn't know there's water there. What it's saying is, hey, the light coming in isn't what it normally is. I now know there's water causing that. I need to turn the wiper on. Yes. And it works day or night. So I suppose the lights, headlights reflect enough to make that rain drops reflect sure. differently at night. Sure. It's kind what of a different genius thought of that. I know. It's, 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 it's a different been around for concept. a long time. It has been. Yeah, and you know that that was always the problem is we'd get one, you know, somebody a windshield guy would put a wind, new windshield in, but they wouldn't install the sensor properly. Yeah. And then we're trying to figure out, okay, is it okay? You know, so chicken I, or the egg kind of thing. In that regard, is there like a hole in that in that black stripe on the window where that has to shine through, yes. or is I'm there's a hole in there, or so it has a clear spot in okay. the windshield. So if that's not lined up, as Steve just said a moment ago, that can cause issues. Yep. And then there's also a little gel pad between the device and the windshield, and that has to be in place perfectly, or it doesn't it, it doesn't stick. I remember ones were falling off. Doesn't stick, or the <laughs> device is has, kind of snaps into place. But that gel pad has to be there in the correct place to make it work. And what's the gel pad doing? Keeping it closed so there's no light coming in around it i'm not sure it's <laughs> no, no it's, it's above my pay grade on that one. <laughs> it just works but no it has to be in there correctly and pressed in there with no That's air great. bubbles well i'm guessing that it has to not have any other light source if it's using light refract light refraction technology then it can't have any other light from inside the car coming into it. So that's probably what the gel pad's doing. That right. and it ref- makes it reflect differently into that device. I really it's some, most of them have it, and then Dodge has a different one where it's kind of a bluish purple device with no gel pad up against the glass. So there's several technologies doing that. And so your windshields don't come with the device already attached. Right? Yes, they do. Okay, with good. the I think that's where we were the device. On the glass, but then the rain sensor itself is a separate device okay. that snaps to the windshield. So the apparatus on the glass comes with the glass. That's yes. that 28 or 21 different part <laughs> yeah. numbers that's on the, Ford. That's one of the 23. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> it, it has that, but the device itself you have to take off and back on. Yes. And put back on. Yes. Okay. And some of those gel pads are really sticky. Okay. And really sticky and stick it to the window good. And others, there's no sticky to them at all. It's kind of like it's a silicone. It's kind of a spacer. 
Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So they're all different, and they're different shapes. There's squares. There's round. There's. And I'm but, assuming but every manufacturer does it differently. Yes. Okay. A third of them, though. That's quite a few. I always learn something, by the way, on this show. So okay. glad these guys are all here. Steve Horvath, Gino's Auto Service. You're listening to Kent and Judy from uh, Novus Auto Glass up in Sterling, Colorado. Which, by the way, they're looking for an auto glass technician. So if you're yes. somebody out there in that world that would like a really, really great job please give these guys a call or contact me and I can figure out how to make that happen for you as well. We'll be right back though. Don't go anywhere. Lines are open 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio KLZ 560. A Napa guy knows that by the foot there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. The team at Extreme Auto Repair takes care of their customers because they can. In order to earn the Napa Auto Care Gold Certification, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker passed rigorous scrutiny testing the quality of their customer service. Hundreds of legitimate Google reviews, master technicians, digital vehicle inspections. Then, COVID-19 caused delays in the supply chain and nationwide part shortages. Once again, the team at Extreme Auto Repair stepped up to the challenge. They believe you do what you can for the customer. So they're staying in touch with suppliers on a daily basis, planning ahead to stay in stock. Thanks to their long-standing relationships with vendors, they have the ability to protect their customers from supply chain issues. So they're doing it. It's the right thing to do. Call them, 303-841-1071. Extreme Auto Repair in Parker. Promises made, promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air listens to their customers. After every AC installation, the customer service team at Absolute calls the homeowners to thank them for their patronage. During the phone call, they also ask about the customer's experience with Absolute. The leadership team at Absolute takes customer feedback seriously, implementing company-wide changes based on the responses they receive. Just in the past couple of months, Absolute has hired their first team of boiler techs based on customer demand, so they may serve homeowners with non-traditional heating systems this winter. Normally, HVAC companies have a hard time finding boiler techs because boilers require a very specific skill set. Fortunately for Absolute, techs want to work for a company that listens. Thanks to their 800 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5, Absolute attracts some of the most experienced talent in the industry. Call the team that listens, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. 
You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lenigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Lines open, 303-477-5600. John and Cheyenne with a snowmobile question. What's going on? You, you think it's going to snow, John? Uh, oh, I know it's going to snow by Tuesday. But <laughs> oh, wow. I, I got that snowmobile that was given to me, and I yes. got it fired up. Nice. It's got, an, it's got an oil leak, but it, okay. it hasn't run in three years. So the problem I can't find is a Yamaha. Nobody wants to fix Yamaha snowmobiles anymore. That's a four-stroke mm-hmm. unit. Is that not right? Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, yeah it's the four-stroke. That's and right. It's got yeah. a... Yeah, that's probably part but, of the issue because that's a little different configuration than typically you find on you know most mm-hmm. most snowmobiles and uh, yeah. yeah as you know because most snowmobiles are two stroke. Mm-hmm. So do you have uh, anybody that you guys would even know that works on Yamaha snowmobiles or is it? Look like I'm just going to have to start making. I'm looking calls. at Kent and Judy more because they're up in that end of the. Yeah, I don't know area. I, I John, I don't have any idea. I mean, that kind of okay. stuff I've always done myself. I've never, I mean, even in our shop today, when it comes to ATVs and things like that, we do it all ourselves. So I don't know, actually. Yeah. And I don't have a shop, so I really don't have a place. I can't do it outside if you've got to pull something apart like an engine. What Can you, know, you tell what's leaking by chance? It looks, well, I think it's trans, well, I don't know if it has separate transmission oil. It's got a CVT transmission on it. It, it will have sep- It should have separate oil, given it's a four-stroke engine. It should have separate oil, yes. Okay, then I'm thinking it's probably the transmission, and one of the seals might be bad. That's not. And that's just, that's not super uncommon either, by the way. No, and it sat for three. Ye- it hasn't run in three years, which is also right. a, a reason. So okay. Well, you know, one thing, you know, if it is, so there's a transmission fill plug for that essentially CVT mm-hmm. transmission, which is essentially what that is. So there is a, a, a fill plug for that, um, uh, for that gearbox, let me say it that way. You okay. could you could try, what, what BG product could he add to that to see if he can get those seals to swell up a little bit, Steve? What are your thoughts oh, there? There's that, um, oh gosh, that stuff we put in a differential. Yeah, what is that? Um, Hang on. M- MGC. MGC. You could put a little bit of that in there and see if it'll swell the seals up some, Steve. Or John, oh. I mean. Well, the other thing, too, is you yeah. probably want to put some the miles on it because you know something else is going to start leaking. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Let it run <laughs> a little bit. For, you know, How bad's a leak? Yeah. Um, well, it leaked pretty good when we first started it, and then it kind of calmed down. Perfect. So the other thing I was thinking is it might have been 
that there was oil in the cylinders and blow by coming out too. Well, that could be, and you know, it's it, it's possible. I I doubt that's the case. Although that you know that could be that could be. But but Steve's right. The MGC I just looked it up. It's a multi gear concentrate. You could add a little of that to that gearbox. You're not hurting anything if you do it, other than your wallet a little okay. bit. But it's not that much money. No, no, that's not that expensive. And then, John, I got three quick updates for you. Sure. On my truck, uh, once they did that warranty on the uh, brake, uh, the rear transmission interlock switch, right. I haven't had a bit of problem since. So thanks for that. Saved nice. me a bunch of money. And they did that um, for free under the recall, right? Absolutely. Nice. Nice. And the Dodge guy, and, well, the Ram dealer got mad at me because he said, well, you have a couple other things that we'd like to do. And I was like, no, I go to I'm my sure, Yeah, I'm sure they're going to say that, of course. <laughs> and then second thing is we got those Toyo tires from my wife's truck. And? They were not, they were not cheap. Nope. No tires are right now. No no quality tires no. cheap right now. Right. And then the third thing is I want, we wanted to, my wife especially wanted to thank you for that referral to that mechanic in Dallas. Nice. They take care of you? He took great care of her. Great. um, And he didn't, a couple of things that the dealer found, he goes, you don't need this. Nice. He gave him the list of what the dealer said. He goes, you don't need this. Nice. Good. But he did a couple of other services for her while she had that thing. That's awesome. Glad to hear that, John. Really nice guy. Was very nice to her. Got the car back to her that day. And did everything that he needed to do. So that's awesome. That last question. That's that Kia Sportage. It's a twelve, right? Yep. With her keeping it parked, are you? And she never puts a lot of miles on it. With it being down in the Dallas area, we were just thinking uh, twice a year just have the oil change, spring and full. You'd be fine doing that with what you're doing with it. Yeah, or no even, problem. Even once that, a year. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Full synthetic. Steve's right. Even on that, once a year, you'd be for the little bit you're driving it. Once a year, you'd probably be fine. Right. Because she maybe puts 200 miles a quarter on it. You know, yeah. usually it's... You could do once a year, John, and be fine. Okay, once a year? Full synthetic All once right. a year, you'd have no issues. And that's what they're using it. You know, that's what the guys at uh, Rally did. They did the oil change for it. They did the EPR service on it at the same time. Because I don't nice. know the last time. Or if it was ever done, so... They're, they're good guys. That's one of my old clients down there. They're good people. Right, and so if we do it once a year, should you just do the EPR service at the yes, same time? Yes, just do it then. You'd be you know, even a little bit you're doing probably every other year, yeah. John. You'd be fine. I don't think yeah. I'd, I wouldn't do it every year. Every other, you'd be fine. Yeah, but what they charged for, which was very reasonable, it, it's not even a big expense to do it yearly. Okay, then then you're not yeah. hurting anything doing it. Yeah. Oh no, and then. Uh, the last question on the EPRs on the Hemi five five nine in my wife's truck. You had said a while back that once a year is fine on that. Yeah, you'd be fine with that. Okay. Hey, John, have a great week. I'll you too, to man. You Appreciate week. it very much. Sorry, I can't help on finding somebody to work on the the snow machine. Snow I machine. I don't know any. I don't. I don't know the the small engine thing in the Laramie Cheyenne area enough to know who to. I mean, down here I could recommend some things, but I don't know up there. Do you think even – I just thought about, like, Steamboat area, you know, where they have more snowmobile – I mean, most of those places will have somebody that will do it. But, yeah. again, but, part of the issue that he's having, and I know his issue, is that's a four-stroke machine, which that's a whole nother realm of what even those technicians normally have to work on, which they're typically 
probably not used to. That's probably part of what he's running into. So, uh, Willie out in Deer Trail, you're next. What's going on? Hey, hey, guy. Yes, uh, this is Willie. Uh, I have a uh, 250 Ford 1983 truck, and uh, it seems like it's keep vapor, vapor locking on me. Uh, to put a brand new uh, carburetor on that thing, and uh, it'll run great for a minute. About two miles, it'll shut down in about two more hours. It'll start up and do the exact same thing again. And, it, you know, it, the vapor lock issue could very well be the, the, the situation as to what's going on. Has this just started doing this, Willie, or has it been doing this in the past, or are you a new owner to the truck? I've been uh, doing it for the last uh, couple of years, and okay. uh, when I get ready to plow, the uh, rear gas tank is not working, but the front, ta- front tank is working, and then I can flip the toggle switch and and seem like it's vapor locking off the front tank, and then I try to use the rear tank, and uh, it's continuing to do the same thing. It's been going on for like a couple of years now. Okay. I think before I did anything with you know, any kind of a, an electric pump to try to help any of that out, I think your selector valve down below is probably bad. I would get that fixed okay. first to where both tanks are working like they need to before I did anything else with, with trying to add an additional you know, rotary pump to it to try to pick up our, our, uh, you know, our fuel pressure and, and, and get past a vapor lock issue. I would go ahead and get that that valve fixed first before I did anything else. Okay, what's the name of the valve again? That's going to be the tank selector valve, and it's down on the driver's side okay. frame rail on that truck. Well, okay, actually, it might be on the cross on that truck. It might be on the cross member down on that driver's side. Anyways, it's it's down on the driver's side area of the truck underneath. You follow the fuel hoses down to it, you can't miss it. And those weren't okay, electric. Yeah, appreciate that. Yes, they in, are in electric. In '83, so electric those heater are, pumps. No, I don't think in 83. I, I got to no, remember. Yeah, some of those a... years, and, and Steve is right, Willie, some of those in in the mid-80s, and I can't remember if 83, I'd have to look it up specifically, but some of those did have electric okay. feeder pumps that would even feed the carburetor on those. I don't remember okay. in 83 if they had that or not, and that's why I'm saying either way, we got to get the selector valve fixed first because if Steve's right, that could be what's going on. Yeah, one bad Okay, then. I appreciate that, guys, and I love you guys. Program. Thanks, Willie. Appreciate it. If you have any more questions, please let us know. Okay, sure will, sir. All right, sounds great. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Michael, I'll look at the text message you just sent for the coolant leak, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Modern windshields help protect the occupants of your vehicle in the event of a collision, so quality counts. In today's vehicles, your windshield has become a structural component of your car. The glass requires a specific amount of pressure to keep your windshield from literally popping out during impact. Even the quality of the resin that glues your windshield to your frame can make a difference. Since they invented windshield repair in 1972, Novus Auto Glass has continued to perfect their technique. Unlike most of their competitors, Novus can repair cracks up to a foot long without sacrificing the integrity of your windshield. Industry-wide delays in the supply chain have forced manufacturers to limit the quantity of glass they sell to individual shops, so you may need to wait longer for a new windshield. 
the sooner you contact Novus Auto Glass, the better chance you have at saving money with a repair. Contact a Novus location near you at klzradio.com forward slash glass. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles. 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560, and this is a great way to use the text line as well. Michael and Littleton, you sent me some pictures here a moment ago of... Uh, of a coolant leak, so thank you for doing that. What can I do for you? Hey, I'm uh, just trying to figure out. So I've got the 2.7 Sprinter motor, so it was the last year inline yep. five turbo yep. in 2006, and uh, that uh, that's a slow drip, and it looks as though it's coming, you know, right underneath the alternator. And so I'm trying to get uh, what you would. Well, from the picture you're sending me, I'm guessing it's that line that's leaking. Okay. So now the best way to check this, and this is you can do this yourself, even Michael. You know, used to be only technicians could do this, but with the invention of 
of dye and black light now. You can literally wash all that area off, add a little bit of dye to the coolant, get yourself a black light flashlight. They're sold everywhere now, and they're cheap. You can buy them from Napa or wherever you want. There's tons and tons of black light flashlights on the market today. Put a little dye in that and then use that black light to look for the source of where the coolant is leaking from. Okay, is that a fitted line that you're suggesting? That one that I'm looking at in the picture sure is. Okay. That's a made line, which means you're going to have to buy it from probably Mercedes. Yeah. I'm guessing. Okay. Um, and for everybody listening, sorry, I should have I should have explained that. That's a a Sprinter van is a van made by Mercedes. So I just want to make sure I'm clarifying that for everybody else listening. Now I've I've been having uh, some problems identifying a good mechanic because this is classy and. Uh, I usually like to use smaller mechanics. But not I've got I've got somebody to work. I don't want to step on Steve's toes because Steve, if you want to work on it, no, thank okay. You. So Steve says no. Josh up in Boulder at Legacy Automotive will work on those. Now I know that's a drive for you, but he is a guy that will work on sprinters, and he's one of the few around that I know does. Okay. So it's a drive, but Josh will take care of you up in Boulder. And uh, do you know what his hourly rate is? I, I do not know on that one. I, I coach him, but I don't get into all those pricings and so on. I, I look at everything on a collective basis, not an individual basis when I coach these guys. Okay. So I don't know. I, I know it's more money than a normal, regular car because of what he's because of what you're working on there. Right. Exactly. But he's got a lot of fleets that have those vehicles and so on, so he's very familiar with that vehicle. Perfect. I appreciate the time. You're very welcome, Michael. Thank you. Sorry that I have to send you up there and drive that far up. I just don't know anybody else in town in this end because, as Steve can attest to, that's not a vehicle that every shop works on. Am I right, Steve? No, it's, you're right. And, and uh, it is not a car we, we, we want to work on. And that's where we're running into now with the technician shortage is that I have to coddle them a little more. Well, you do. So you yeah. can't you can't give them something like that. You just can't give them everything. Yeah, you, you have to kind and, of And if be, it's not something they're uh, – here's uh, the other thing, too, uh, and I coach enough shops to know this, too. If it's not something you're normally used to working on, it doesn't even pay you as a shop to have that vehicle come in because then it actually, at the end of the day, causes more problems for you and the customer than it really should have in the first place, which is why you don't do them. Yeah, and, you know, you're willing to work on a car, say, you know, something that's uh, – a new or something you haven't done before, you know, heater core or something right. silly. Uh, you don't mind because you know you'll have one, two or three. Correct. Years, but you won't have another sprinter. You know, not, you know not I mean? unless you specialize in those. Yeah, not unless you're really going to dive down on That's that, right. on that sword. And it's a unique it, vehicle. It's, and, that, and why I'm saying this is because it, and Michael knows this, it's on its own. It's its own breed of vehicle platform. across the board. It's its own platform. And for those of you that own them, great. God love you. I'm glad you do. Uh, but I, I would not. Just my own personal opinion on sprinters. That's why I've never owned one so conrad nevergreen you're up sir hey guys how you doing good morning good morning how are you sir uh, uh, well um i just want to tell you give a shout out to zach over at novus in denver there they came over to the house changed out the windshield in my f-150 and, and fixed that little that little chip in starsky's windshield and nice. you can't even tell where they did it and they came to the house super great guy Nice. And I know you got the guys from Sterling there, too, and they're great people. They've done some work for me, too. Yeah, they, they said that a moment ago, so they know you. Yes, thank you. Yeah, they do. Too bad for them, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that. would never say that, Conrad. You're a good no. You're a good man. We appreciate all you do for us in the show and so on. So, no. Yeah, cool. Hey, so I got going on here real quick is uh, 
I'm getting ready to go to cars. I remember when with it, but my fuse block on my Torino, the the tabs where it bolts into the firewall have broken off because that you know plastic project yeah. gotten old. Yeah. And you know if they've got like a, and that's got the old glass fuses in it, of course, with the old where you could get a fuse block like that for one of those, or would we have to switch it over to the to the spade type? I honestly don't know, Conrad, unless you could find, and I don't know on that Ford side of the fence. I know that, like, you know, LMC Truck and some companies like that do some aftermarket things, but I think even on their wiring for even a GM truck and things like that, it's going to come with the later model, uh, you know, fuse box and stuff that they've, that they've you know, retrofitted, if you would. I don't know of anybody right. that makes that original glass fuse box as a replacement. Have you ever heard of painless before? Oh yeah, yeah. I used to use those in the in the business for years. And, and by the way, for everybody listening, painless makes a lot of aftermarket wiring kits, and they have really good solid product. Conrad, nothing wrong with their stuff at all. Okay, well I'm gonna work with uh, Alan over there. I don't know if you know him or not, but he's the head guy at the, at the mechanic end of cars. Remember when? And I, I don't know him, but Jeff at uh, JC's is is good friends with all those guys, so I can vouch for him that way. Yeah, they're great. They're a great outfit. Everything I've taken, every time I've had my car over there, they've fixed it and done a great job. So, and I mean, and honestly, anyway, Conrad, if you're going to switch things over just to you know modernize it with you know good elect with a good electrical system, putting the late model fuse box in it would not be a bad way to go. Period. I agree, and uh, someday I plan. I want to do it, it. Just rewire the whole car is what I want to do because you know, it, you know, who knows where it's, other places are getting bad. I too. yeah, that's one of the issues on the older cars that we run into, as you know. It's always garaged, you know. It's always inside, and you know, you've seen it. You, you met that car yep. show a few weeks ago, and I think she's in good shape. But you know, I, I want to have a fire happen. Or yeah, and like the problem that, with so. what, with that fuse box that you've got now is there's really, with you know, with the exception of trying to epoxy everything together, and even that becomes very, very difficult. I don't know what else you would use to keep that joined together once those clips break. Right. Well, it's just the wire. Everything's still connected, but the the, the block itself, the tabs. That were bolts to the firewall. Right. You know, that's what where the problem is. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys are always awesome as always, and you have a wonderful day. And I'm going to get the car out and go. Awesome. Take a cruise here. Well, enjoy. It's a great day, Conrad. Thanks as always. We appreciate it very much. See if we can squeeze one more in here before the top of the hour. John Littleton, you're next. Hi guys. Hey, first I want to give a shout out to Steve. I am in the market for a used car, and his his team looked at a car I wanted to look at and. They immediately saved me ten grand by telling me don't buy it. Nice. Oh, the one yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, no. <laughs> so thank you, Steve. It was that expedition. Yeah. So he'd, 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 he'd want to drive it back. Really? <laughs> that's how. That's no, how I bad it was. I had the dealer come get it. You made the dealer come get it. Was that well, bad? good for you? Well, good. <laughs> so I mean, was it? So was that bad? It was that bad. Yeah. I don't even remember what what was wrong with it today. Uh, ball joint, steering, oh. timing belt. Okay. Or timing chain, maybe, or whatever. But yeah. Timing chain. Yeah. Yeah. It was a mess. So, <laughs> okay. Oh, that was good. I'm glad we well, did thanks that. Thanks for that. Um, so, so, hey, I'm trying to help a buddy fix a 2006 Honda Odyssey minivan. The sliding doors, um, and the, it's also the same circuit on the sliding doors as the power door locks, but that circuit has some kind of a power drain to the battery. So I want to kind of start troubleshooting it, but I'm not quite sure where to start. Okay. You know what? That's a longer question than the... 30 seconds or so I have to answer that, but this is a good question for a lot of folks that are listening when it comes to you know, power drains and how to search them out. Hang tight, John. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll take you as soon as we come back from the 
top of the hour news, so don't go anywhere. Everybody else listening, lines are open, 303-477-5600. We will be right back here. Don't go anywhere. You can also text us a question, 307-200-8222, 307-200-8222. Give us a call. We'll get you right on air. Otherwise, we'll be back. Hour number two is next. Rush to Reason, or sorry, it's not. It's Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.